Hello and welcome back to the Scratching and Surviving podcast where I'm your host, Aries Webb Williams. I'm super geeked about being back recording for this podcast. I've been gone for so long. It's been like a year. Um, I've spent a lot of time on a different podcast called the Bold Black Girls Podcast which I have, I'm still recording and um, we're still putting out episodes. I have a co-host for that podcast. And yeah, I took some time away from this one. It's a lot easier to record with a person. I don't have a producer or editor or any of that stuff. I do it all here in my house. (laughs) So having a partner that would help me kind of plan episodes and all that kind of stuff, is so much easier and I learned a lot um, doing that one by recording a lot of episodes in advance so that I'm not stressing about you know putting out an episode or editing and all that stuff so you know didn't want to let this one fall by the wayside number one because they're very different uh, podcasts so different audiences different type of podcasts and like I said I learned so much from that that particular podcast that Um, you know, when I started this one, I literally was just figuring things out. I was just putting stuff out there, not sure exactly how I wanted to do it, you know, and now I have a little bit of a system. So either way, I am back. And thank you for listening. If you have been subscribed this whole time and just keeping me in your little library, thank you. (laughs) Because you didn't have to do that. Sometimes when I'm listening, I got a lot of podcasts that I listen to. And I'll just be like, eh, they're not putting no episodes out. I'm unsubscribed just to clean everything up. So if you're still here, thank you. All right, so let's get into it. Um, The theme that I have for this season is preparation and ways that we can prepare ourselves for, you know, things that are going to happen in our life. Obviously, you can't prepare for everything because some things are just, you know, out of your control. But in the areas that you can control, we want to try to prepare as much as we possibly can for good things to happen to us, right? And even if something bad happens, you prepare for that as well. So for me, a lot has changed since the last time I recorded. In a nutshell, I was laid off in December of 2018, spent all of 2019 working on my personal projects and business, which pretty much set me up to be prepared for new opportunities in 2020 I did not intend to be laid off obviously right but that's what happened in the preparation that I put in place you know years before a couple years before not many prepared me for these uh, this unexpected uh, situation so in the words of Kanye <laughs> I did the education Uh, last year and really just you know the education to me is the work that it takes to get your mind right gotta get your mind right sometimes it's about you know to me it's mindset 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 and the way I think about mindset is now I don't have a green thumb or anything (laughs) I'm not good with plants or none of that I did not grow up on a farm I know nothing But I imagine if you were going to plant something, fruit, veggies, etc., the first thing you need to do is prep the ground, prep the soil, right? To not only receive the seed, but to grow the seed 
in an abundant and healthy way because you can grow all, all kind of stuff and it not be good still <laughs> you know if the soil's not right so anyways you know that's how I think about it as far as you know like prepping the ground right and we got to do the same things with ourselves if you want to grow we need to clean up all the junk in our minds in order to receive the proper seeds you know the bible talks about good ground um and a seed that can be planted on good ground will grow and if you're it's all hard and you know not able to receive it's not gonna it's just gonna fall by the wayside and be a waste you know of information a waste of all that you know because that's what i would say a seed is right it's some information education exposure whatever we need to improve ourselves so i want to talk about mindset i think about you know back in 2016 like the end maybe fall of 2016 or so i remember feeling like i just want to get rid of a lot of things i might have talked about this before but mainly it was like clothes you know like i was just feeling like my closet is just full of stuff you know overall i felt I was like overwhelmed with clutter, you know, and cluttered with things. I wasn't a hoarder or anything, but I wanted to just minimize as much as possible. So I started with my closet. Whenever I get overwhelmed with clutter in my house, it totally affects how I feel. I'll call my mom and I'll be like, I'm overwhelmed. And she will come over because she's like kind of OCD with it. And she'll help me clean and clear things. And it really helps. But I also do that, you know, with therapy. You know, sometimes you need to talk to a therapist to clear and organize things in your mind. And I'm a rec- I recommend people do it. Just do it. Even if you only need it for a few weeks, a year, I think it's worth it. You know, I think obviously the black culture, we haven't been on the therapy train for long but we're getting there we're talking about it more and it helps you know i've been i've done therapy off and on for years lots and lots of years like from when i was in my 20s um preparing to get married and when we were having problems you know stuff like that i just recently started doing it probably in the last after me and the boys um dad divorced i started doing it for myself you know just to really hone in on things that I was like okay now you're the same person in all these relationships let's figure out what the heck is going on here and what you can do anyway so that led me into looking you know when I started feeling that clutter thing going on it led me to looking into my finances next and deciding that I needed to do something to increase my margin and start saving money and stuff like that because I was making great money but I was not knowing where it was going or what was going on with it and why I didn't have a large savings for the amount of money that I was making but that was going to come with a major overhaul of how I was currently handling my finances because I was just spending money and not tripping so I took a financial peace course the Dave Ramsey you know the famous Dave Ramsey course Um, My church was offering it and I used that as a way to learn what I needed to improve and and committed to it. I really, really committed to it. And as soon as I graduated, (laughs) I went through a layoff. I've been through layoffs and all kinds of changes, but I'm still using that same method today. Four years later, 
If I hadn't gained those skills and practiced those skills, there is no way I would have made it all of 2019 without a job. No way. I was not making money. So if I wasn't smart or just thinking, oh, I could just keep on living aimlessly, I would not have done what needed to be done or been able to minimize my expenses and all those things in enough time to make it work for a whole year. That's crazy. I mean, aside from the miracles of God and the blessings of God and how he came through during that time, you know, especially towards that end piece, you know, it's like all kind of things just started working out. And I know that was nothing but him uh, stepping in. But, you know, that took also work on my part to make sure I was doing the right things because he could step in, you know, <laughs> obviously and do miracles. But he, you know, that's why I say faith without works is dead. Like you still got to do the works. Like I can't be out here just running up credit cards and doing all kind of stuff and him still, you know, bless that. So, you know, all that to get my finances together and all that, the urge that I was feeling which I feel like was coming with growth of my own self and maturity and all that. I turned 40 um, last year. So when you get kind of in that 37 <laughs> range, I don't know, it's, shift, you know, different shifts start happening. And I think it happens at various ages, but I think I really paid attention to the shift when I was like 36, 37. I started feeling like, you know what? I'm, I'm moving into a different realm, you know, now. So I need to do some things different. So anyways, you know, all that, it led me to uh, the feeling to minimize and all that led me to watch a bunch of videos and read even more articles and blogs about being a minimalist. I mean, I'm still not a minimalist, but I learned about it. I learned and saw how people were living. I was just like, okay, I can't have like 10 outfits and live, but I like the concepts. I like where you're going with it. And it made me question why I had so much stuff why I was spending my money the way I was and a bunch of things I'd never thought of before that moment, you know, before this feeling, this urge, it made me face my thought process, my insecurities, my needs, my wants. Mainly it was a process of determining that I don't need to impress anybody and that people who are wealthy don't practice the same things that I was practicing. I read a couple books about millionaires and all these different things and you know when you got it you don't need to look like you got it you'll see real wealthy folks driving a used car wearing basic clothes and just not tripping because on the inside they know how much money they have in the bank to do the outside things really only impresses people who don't have it I mean that's that's just my personal opinion you know it's like you're out here trying to stunt but you you know what are you stunting for the wealthy circles everybody got it so there's no need to try to impress anybody you're like okay we know each other got it so i'm not twisted up in that so you know but don't get it twisted there are people with money who still you know trying to impress folks but in my opinion i feel like it's because we are we haven't come to grips with our own insecurities or maybe we stem for the gram make you feel important and make you feel better than other people and that's the vision of what success looks like for you maybe that's the picture you painted about what it was gonna look like and all that and you feel look at me i'm better than you or i'm proving you wrong somebody who told you was never gonna be nothing or maybe you made a lot of mistakes when you were younger and now you want to show them who got it look at me i'm big and bad you know so who knows i just knew that 
I didn't want to be puppeteered by people. Um, these assumed opinions of others. I don't care who they are. <laughs> you know, it could be anybody. Could have been your mama. Could have been some random on the internet that you'll never meet. But um, I know I've always been an independent thinker. But we've all been affected by trends, fads, you know, and all of that stuff in some kind of way. I'm no different. I've done the same thing, too. I'll be like, sweet life, when you get in the suite, you know, at the concert and all that. I'm one to know how to stunt. Um, so <laughs> I had to recalibrate, basically. I mean, that's the beauty of every day you have, you know, on this earth. Every day you're alive, you get another chance to change things up if you want to. You are not stuck. You are not stuck. I don't repeat it. You are not stuck. We gotta stop thinking that we are stuck. You're not. Like the fact that you're here, you have another chance to do something different. I think if you want to prepare yourself for new opportunities, whether that's in your career, relationships, whatever, you have to start with self-awareness. It's a word I think we people overuse, but under deliver on for themselves. Self-awareness is hard. It is hard. You got to look in some closets and down some dark holes in your life that you are more than likely afraid of. That's probably why you never looked in there. I know it was true for me. I don't know about y'all. But for me, I'd be like, I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> you know, this is why I think therapy is very helpful. I've learned that a lot of the things we don't want to address or work on is because of fear. And fear is nothing but lies that we tell ourselves. We are saying, I know my therapist will say stuff like, what's the lie you're telling yourself right now? Because <laughs> that's what it is. I'll say something like this is whatever. And she's like, so what's the lie? You know, we're saying, what if? Insert worst possible scenario here. What if blah, 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 blah. You know, what if the plane falls out the sky? You know, and all this kind of stuff. And what if the car crashes? And what if this? And that's a possibility. These things are real. They are possible. But you can't live in that space. You know, I digress for a second. But we just, you know, this week that I'm recording this, Kobe Bryant and his daughter passed away um, in a car in a helicopter crash. Who would think that? You can't, you know, he was traveling that way for years. You know, people talk about it a little bit they've been talking about that but he's been doing it for years like just like how you get in your car and go to work every day for him that was like a regular commute it could have been one of us in a car accident you know it is tragedy you know but you want to live your life in a way where every day is another chance to do something different something better give you know um of yourself we're here for a reason you know nine times out of ten the worst thing never happens. But the cool part about self-awareness is that even the worst thing, if the worst thing does happen, you have information to deal with it in the best way possible, right? Obviously, you know, if it's your time to go, you won't. But if it isn't, you don't want to be living in this, you know, um, box, right? Don't be in denial about yourself or your issues. If we are all honest, we know what's wrong and which dark holes in our life we don't want to look in. I know for myself, I know where I don't want to poke and all that kind of stuff. Denying it doesn't help anything. 
it actually may make it worse. So, you know, anyway, they have these concepts of fixed mindset and growth mindset. I, I encourage you to go kind of do some research on that and learn. I'm not an expert in any way, but it's pretty much what it sounds like. If you have a fixed mindset, it's fixed. It regret, it rejects um, change and really it's it's stuck and not growing or evolving. That's where growth mindset comes in with all the things that can fill and clutter our minds every single day. We should always leave an open space for growth, possibility, alternative options, something like that. I was in a um, guided meditation last week and you just kind of lay there and she walks you through these things. And I was so proud of myself because I do practice uh, yoga and meditation and stuff like that. But this was where she was like guiding you through this process and directing you on how to you know where to put your energy and stuff like that and I was really like managing like everything she said I was able to get my mind to move in that direction or do the the practice that she was you know giving us the direction she was giving us and I felt good like oh look I made it you know I made my mind do these things or whatever um so you know you just gotta think about it I think about you know the shift from like a fixed to growth mindset is is really eye-opening it's like freedom you know it really is because I was I'm an Aries woman I always say that and I've always been very opinionated and I'm very confident in my opinion I'm like I feel like I think things through I think I have a objective point of view and I would bank on myself you know on certain opinions but it's something about you know when you go from fixed to growth that is like freedom i've never been in prison but i imagine a fixed mindset is like jail and growth is that feeling when you get out and walk out of that barbed wire fence you know whenever they show somebody coming out of jail and they're going to the car the person that's coming and they walk out it's like you know smelling the fresh air and and just being free um, so anyway, I mean, that's just what I feel. I think there's so much um, that we could talk about in this space. And so what are some ways we can be intentional about moving into a better mindset? So I'm just going to talk about a couple, just point out a couple little things because I feel like we just need something to start with and work on um, to see how we can improve. So what I would say is commit to being more self-aware. That's first. Check out you know, how are you showing up in life? Are you blaming everybody else for everything? Not taking accountability for your part in things, even if the other person is wrong for their part. I mean, you know, people can still be wrong. We could blame for days, you know, but the question is always gonna be, how can you have been better in the situation? Did you have to cuss them out? <laughs> you know, ask yourself how you can improve the situation. like. I had to start looking at myself when me and the boys dad um, broke up. It wasn't pretty in the beginning. Um, we just were bickering back and forth. It was a lot of family drama and all that stuff. And I had to make a decision that, you know what? Even if I'm justified in something, I gotta, you know, first of all, lower my pride because it is up there and say, do I gotta say that? Like, how do I want to show up? Because I do believe that if we change, you only can control yourself. You cannot 
control anybody else. So self-awareness is important to know, okay, that's something that gets on my nerves. And what I do now is I say, why is that bothering me so much? Because it's not always about the person doing something to you. We got to realize, like, what are my triggers? Does this remind me of something? Why is this person so irritating to me? (laughs) What are they doing? You know, that is making me so frustrated. And then figuring out why I'm allowing it to do that and working on that thing to where the person can keep doing it over and over. It doesn't bother me anymore, you know, on certain things. I'm not, I have not mastered this yet, but it's something, a practice. (laughs) That's what I call practice, you know, and look into a therapist to get better in this area. It can be hard to navigate by yourself. So if you're not someone who are who is used to that, you know, kind of personal development type of thing, you may need help with a therapist or, you know, um, someone to help you kind of guide you through that. So I would say number two would be give yourself some grace. That's first. I mean, well, that's number two. But, you know, you got to give yourself some grace. You are however many years old and have been doing life like this for a long time. And I had to remind myself of this too. Like you've been doing this for 37 years. Now it ain't, you know, it's not going to change overnight. It's a practice like meditation, yoga, prayer, and things along those lines, which by the way, are also great ways to get in tune with your mind and learn how to manage it, how to control it. Um, The Bible talks about taking every thought captive. You got to not just be all willy nilly out here, you know? be focused and so I say give yourself grace you know we we are good at uh, blaming ourselves or we'll go into this spiral of well my mom wasn't there or my dad wasn't there or they weren't great parents and blah 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 valid all valid points <laughs> but then there's a point where you have to say you know what's my part in this so the third thing I would say is you know think about what you need to you may need to get rid of is it people things sometimes we got things in our life that draw us in the opposite direction (laughs) that we want to go for example this is a light example but it's a real one for me reality tv i remember when i decided to start watching reality tv it's around that same time when all this was going on it was the same time i had uh trying to manage real drama in my life as well I felt like I was way too into these characters love and hip-hop I was watching love and hip-hop all the cities (laughs) I was watching real housewives all the cities like that was the shows that I was watching and um you know I was just getting all riled up over a storyline that someone is getting paid to play you know they're getting played paid to play out these scenarios and stuff like that so once I stopped I realized that there really wasn't much else I was watching on tv so I started reading more books doing more you know watching other videos and things like that and then that led me to canceling my cable altogether once I started looking at my finances and I realized like hey you're not even watching tv like all that kind of happened in you know succession basically like I did the reality tv thing and then I was like hey I don't need cable we just can keep Netflix or whatever I mean I do use my friends cable when I want to watch certain stuff like Game of Thrones when I was out and power and a million little things like now I got like real <laughs> shows that I will check out um but I was wasting money 
you know and if i wasn't watching those shows it was no point in watching so it was like a win-win where i was saving money and got rid of that and it's funny because i just watched um i got caught up watching this is such a sidebar but i got caught up watching the real housewives of potomac when i was getting my hair braided recently you know when you sit in that braid chair you're there for hours so it's like six hours of reality and i was like girl you got me mad because now i want to go home and watch the rest and i did because i was like hooked by then so you got to be careful like what you allow in your mind like i should have probably started reading a book or you know put my headphones in and watch something else on my ipad or whatever while i was doing it if i didn't really want to have that in my mind so you do have to be intentional when you're when you're doing this kind of thing um i would say the fourth thing and that's, that's all I'm gonna give because I feel like it's just too I could go for days start educating yourself with books videos articles go to events that focus on what you know you need to improve you know or, or what you want to be exposed to sometimes we aren't changing because we legit don't know any better like we don't have any examples of how this is done properly trust me I grew up where there was a lot of yelling and people that get easily irritated you know I didn't have the skill set of how to maintain control until I had to do it in practice. And it takes time. Again, you've been living this life for how long? And it's not going to happen overnight. It might take you 30 more years to get it right, you know? But if you're practicing it, you are going to be getting better every day. So I just suggest, you know, I'm only going to say those four things. So I'm going to say commit to being more self-aware. Give yourself some grace. Think about what you need to get rid of and just start educating yourself it's going to start happening um on purpose you know on purpose because you're being intentional i could literally talk about mindset and self-awareness for days but i'll break you know break down my thoughts in small bite-sized chunks i don't want this to be long drawn out episodes um but i've been gone forever so i have so much to say um but this season i plan to talk about you know self-assessing emotions and managing those um, dreams, you know, being able to dream again. That's something that comes from this stuff. Dreams are birthed. They are grown on good soil and stuff. And so then obviously you got to think about your purpose and actually setting goals, real goals toward that and how to focus on those goals and what are the actions you need to get to that and and then growth right like all of that is a part of it and i'm in that journey as well i'm not coming as an expert i'm legit not a therapist not a nothing i am a human who is committed to personal growth and awareness and development so that's all i'm gonna say for today <laughs> please hit me up at aries at scratching and surviving.com to send me your thoughts on today's episode send me questions you'd like me to answer on the episode I really want to get more engagement as far as questions you all send me to address or anything you think might be helpful to other people who are listening you know I believe that the devil thrives in isolation and trying to isolate you to think that you're the only one going through something but that's not true like they say in church that not so okay I'm exposing my truth because I know I haven't gone through anything that was just for me Everything that I've gone through, I'm telling y'all, my whole faith journey was like transformed last year with this joblessness um, that I know is not just for me. It is a real testimony and I'm going to break all that down. Um, and your story will help someone 
you know, even if it's only one person, you know, I know my story will help somebody and so will yours. So make sure that you are sharing it and please share that with me at again at Aries, um, Aries at scratching at surviving.com. Um, make sure you rate and review the episode. Let me know what you think. Follow me on Instagram at scratching and surviving on Twitter at scratch survive. Somebody else has scratching and surviving or something. Anyway, or you can just go to scratching at surviving.com. Join my newsletter. And that's all I'm going to say, because like I said, I can talk forever. So I will talk to y'all next time. See you next week. The Scratching and Surviving Podcast is brought to you by The Service Boutique, LLC, executive produced by Aries Webb Williams.